Oh yeah, no, it's just because it was it was popping up both 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 guys at the same time. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. What a lucky man you are. I'm so, I'm so lucky. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> rich with friends who answer their, their Skype calls. Well, I almost missed it. I was, uh, <laughs> I was looking at Chrome and and uh, at some at my email and. For some reason, it wasn't making any sound. I just happened to look over at Skype, and I saw and it was asking me to answer a call. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> wonder how long that had been going on. Wow. Doesn't seem like very long. That works out well. Let's see. I'm trying a new thing to organize, to organize us and make sure that we stay on track. And so there we go. We'll see how it goes. What is the new thing? It's a method. Is it secret? It's a stack of index cards. Okay. And every time we start to go down a trail of something interesting to talk about, but we skew off and talk about something else, I will write it down on an index card and add it to the stack. Smart. And then when there's a slight lull, I can say, oh, but what about... Bring back to this. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. You've been fancy up in here. Well, I have to copy things that other people do. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is a method pioneered by Merlin Mann, who accidentally is on eighty percent of the podcasts that I listen to. Oh, yeah, just just <laughs> happens to be. Wonder if there's an algorithm. I bet there is. I bet you could find, and I bet through this algorithm, you could find similarly minded people who would be your friends if you met them in real life, who listened to the same podcasts and stuff that you listen to. Mm, let's see. So what would, what would I Google to find this algorithm? <laughs> Podcast taste algorithm. Uh, no, we got nothing. Can you no, taste no. the algorithm in this arugula? All right, 538. Oh. Yeah, none of that nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> podcast taste. More and more these days. Find Pod- Podcast taste. <laughs> podcast style. Podcast preference algorithm. Ooh, podcast preference algorithm. <laughs> the age of the I'm algorithm. Not sure. What's going on? What's I'm going? not sure. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm not sure if you'll be able to find something like that, but I'm sure what James is saying is true. Like, you know, one of the big companies like Google or something, you know, the, the, yeah, maybe those, that's like huge profiles works. about right. how people think and behave yeah. and stuff. And if you had access to that, you could probably find some very similar people. I, yeah, there's no shortage of what you could figure out about the world if you had access to all the information that Google is storing. Yeah. <laughs> When that little, uh, like, see which piece of art you look like thing came out, I was like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Yeah, let's, don't do this. My wife tried to, she was like, oh, it's fun, here, I'm going to take a picture. I was like, no, they're they're building a database of everyone's face. I'm not going to be in that database. (laughs) Does your password meet these criteria? (laughs) (laughs) Grandmother sends me that shit. Like, oh, be prepared, you got to want, like, grandma. Like, okay, thank you. Thanks for watching out. <laughs> Going right into my spam folder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky in that um, only one of my grandparents knows my email address, and she rarely uses it. 
Zach, are you getting are you getting lots of emails from grandparents? No, they do not have access to. I don't get any emails from any family. I don't know if hardly any of my family knows my email. Thank goodness. If they do, then I don't get it. So it probably just goes into my spam, which I check once every year. Oh, you check that, huh? Yes, every once in a while. Only if I was expecting an email and I don't get it. <laughs> right, yeah. You're then like, I check why the spam. Get this? Uh-huh. Yeah. I have three email addresses. One of them I have had since <laughs> junior year of high school. And one of them I had, I made just because it was for a business that I had for a short time. And the last one is the one that I give out. And mm-hmm. so if I ever look in the spam folder of the one I've had since 2006, it's like, ooh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> There's a lot of singles in my area trying to, trying to contact <laughs> me. Though you got me thinking, now I want to go log into my high school. The it's more my old one, right? High yeah. School. Yeah. I had two different ones on Yahoo back then, but Yahoo has since asked me to give up those email addresses, so I did. <laughs> I never did anything super important on there. They asked you to give them up? How did they call I would, you? I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't logged in in whatever their time period was, like five years. And so they said, would you be okay with releasing this email address so that someone to, else could have to it? To who, though? No, no one, they... no one was asking for it. They were just asking that I not hold on to it if I wasn't going to be logging in to check the email. I'm so, like, but I'm saying, how were you notified that this was a thing? Like, how... Oh, <laughs> I was notified because the, the, my oldest email address that I currently use was my forwarding email address on that one. Ah, and so they... So they knew to send one to that email address and say, hey. I wonder what would have happened if you would have been like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would have had to log in, so that would have required knowing what stupid password I put on there. So what you're telling me is I should just stop logging into my Yahoo email and eventually they'll try and get rid of it for me. Yes, they will. Okay. Did you guys have Hotmail accounts way back when? I did not. 2001, I think I had a Hotmail account. Wait, I might. My mom might have set one up for me. I don't remember. I never used it. What was? (laughs) Do you? Do either of you remember what your Hotmail email address was? I definitely do not. Uh, it was, and I'll tell you why I know this because this was my stage (laughs) name. (laughs) It was Fat Beats. P H A T. B E A T Z, uh, twenty three, because I was about to be twenty three. Okay, <laughs> and, that like were, and that was my my stage name at the time. I prefer Major Beats, so I'm glad you you updated. Right, yeah, I I graduated when uh, when I moved to Chicago. My my roommates. Did I ever tell you how that nickname came about? Nope. The major. No. Okay, so I uh I when I first moved out there, I crashed on my friend's couch for a couple of weeks until I found a place to sublet. And then I stayed at the sublet for a couple of months. And then when that was up, I like frantically scrambled on Craigslist looking for a roommate. And I ended up moving into the the ghetto, the Puerto Rican ghetto. It was four dudes. They were There were two guys that were already living there. And they were looking to fill two rooms. And it was four rooms. And they, the total rent for the month was $1,000 a month. So we each had to pay $250. Bucks. Uh, and so uh, 
Why am I talking about this? You were telling us how you <laughs> got named Major oh, Beats. Oh, yeah. So, so we're all hanging out. <laughs> and we're all four grown-ass men. And they decided amongst themselves that we needed to have nicknames for our little posse that had somehow formed. That we were going to hang out. You know, because roommates hang out. Not really. But so whatever. So uh, we were all going to get nicknames. And I was the youngest. So they started nicknaming, you know, with me. And they, they, at first, it became just like a contest to like sort of see what insults they could throw. <laughs> right? Scroats was going to be one of them. You know, that was a contender for a while. Scroats. And then Stabby. Right, because oh. I play with a butterfly knife, and I'm oh, like, listen, okay. I'm not, I'm not into being called any of this nonsense. Right, this is, this is kind of like whatever. Like, haha, this is funny, but the, you know, I'm not trying to really be called any of these things that you guys are throwing out. So I went to the bathroom, and I came back, and they were all like smiling, like this shit-eating grin, and I was like, what? And they're like, we've got it. I was like, okay, what is it? And they were like, major. I was like, what? Why? And they were like, well, you're the youngest, so you have the least decision making, <laughs> you know, the least like leadership <laughs> out of all of us. And I was like. Uh, okay, and they're like, plus it's close enough to your real name that it sounds like it could be an easy thing. And I was like, I mean, okay, that's <laughs> fine. And then henceforth, those three dudes called me Major, which is fine, you know. But but one of them, in particular, like used to insist on like meeting me up in in like the real world in public with with my friends, and like whenever someone would call me James, he'd be like, no, 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 no. don't call him James. His name is Major. Call oh. him Major. That he would guy. like knock out my real oh name. My yeah, God. yeah, yeah, right. And I'm, I try to be like, "Hey, listen, you know that's not really how nicknames work." And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> he he's like people have to it. call you it." <laughs> oh like, my God! <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But so it, it fucking despite my best efforts, some of his forcings did take, and some people called me Major. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I, you know, came back and I had graduated when I when I met up with my old friends who I was fat beats. <laughs> I was now major beats. You know, yeah, yeah, right. All right, so I'm going to tell you what my hotmail address was, which is very embarrassing. <laughs> but um, then I'm going to ask you guys about AOL Instant Messenger screen names. Mm. So, Don't do it, dude. <laughs> it's happening. Mine's pretty bad too. <laughs> so <laughs> my hotmail account was Tiger Boy Six Ninety. <laughs> because I really like Calvin and Hobbes, so I uh, I was Tiger Boy, and then boy, uh, that doesn't sound any sort of sexual at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, with the six nine following up. Yeah, well, that's my birthday. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> but uh, so I was, and I only ever used my Hotmail account to email with my eleven year old girlfriend. We were both eleven. <laughs> By the way, it wasn't like I was 18 with an 11 year old. Right, right. And so we used it basically like an instant messenger, and then eventually we got AIM, and so that was how we actually talked. Because we'd send emails back and forth that were one sentence. Wait, so you had Hotmail before you had AIM? Yeah. Okay. Because I was 11, and my mom was very uncertain about how dangerous this internet thing was. Yeah. So was I was the same first... age, but but when I was that age, you were like four, and that shit was not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, printing out nice porn pictures, keeping them. Oh yeah, out. wasting up all of that ink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then fully printing them up. So on on AIM, my my screen name was Bubbly Puddin. 
Oh God! Okay. Yeah, I, I was the, trying to remember what it was. But how it was, did that come about? So we used to do this thing. Was it? It was called Student of the Month. So at our school, there was a Student of the Month because it was a Christian school. So every week we went to chapel on Wednesdays, and during chapel, we they would announce once a month who the Student of the Month was, and each grade would get a student, and they. The teacher would start talking about like, how great this student is for whatever reason, and then you'd come up and you'd get like a certificate and a gift certificate, or not a gift certificate, uh, a bumper sticker, and your parents were usually there. Okay. So, okay. so we could always tell who the student of the month was because mm-hmm. the parents were usually kind of casually sitting in the back of the right. church. Right, just watching for some yeah. reason. <laughs> like, oh, Matt's parents are back there. I wonder whether he's student of the month. Like, yes. <laughs> He is. <laughs> so my mom worked at the school, and I was never—I could never know if it was me because she was over sitting with her class. Right. So one one week or one month, I was student of the month uh, around the time that I got AIM. And she remember when you would make a card on the computer and oh, yeah. fold it into quarters, and that was the card. Dude, yeah, of course. So she, the flowers or the balloons. Yeah. So she made me a card. And, and gave it to me. But then I decided that it would be really funny, so I took the card and I unfolded it and then folded it the opposite way. Okay. And I filled out the card as if I was my mom and I wrote, like, it was just like, oh, was something about how, oh, you're my little bubbly pudding or something. Like, I'm so proud of my little man. Because <laughs> I thought that would be funny to show my friends Zach and Brian. And uh, so then I that was a nickname that I gave myself and then... I, probably that night I was allowed to make an AOL instant messenger like as like oh you're student of the month so finally yeah, I decided yeah you done good mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so that night I made my that came to your mind. yeah I made my screen name bubbly pudding and, and it, I, I kept that until aim died henceforth yeah so AOL was the first uh, internet service that we had and we all well my little brother was I mean at first, my mom wasn't going to give him one, but he could barely read. So, she, and but he was like really, really insistent. So she like gave him one, and then gave him a password that he could never remember. Hmm. You know, so it was like a mood, <laughs> a mood point. You know, but like so, I, <clears throat> I definitely remember like eleven, twelve, going onto like chat rooms. You know, I, I there was this girl that I met. Uh, I don't even remember her name. That how sad is this? But like she was my first big like online girlfriend. You know, and one summer. Like, we were going to meet. She was from somewhere else. She was from San Diego. And so we were, like, but she was coming up to Monterey one time. And so we were, like, going to, you know, meet up in Monterey. And we did. And it was super awkward because her mom was there. And, like, we had both, like, like talked in our chat room about how, like, when we met, I was, like, we were going to kiss each other. And then, it did like, we didn't because both of our parents were just fucking sitting <laughs> watching, you know, and our entire families were there. And, you know, so, and then after that, like, I distinctly remember her saying, like, that that her, her mom was disappointed that I didn't do something that I said I was going to do, that I didn't kiss her. And I was like, wait, your mom <laughs> was disappointed that I didn't kiss you? <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I highly, now, to this day, I mean, it's probably something that little 11-year-old girl was just saying, you know, I hope that little 11 year old girl was just saying that because she was upset you know that i right. didn't kiss her but i was like yeah like your mom could have said something is what I told her. <laughs> but <laughs> she could have mentioned 
<laughs> yeah, she could have made me aware that that was okay. A thing that I could do, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. So, Zach, I think I remember oh. yours. And it was also your email for a while. You go ahead and, and let me know if you remember it. I actually <laughs> checked. For some reason, I have it I'm hidden on my Facebook. Oh, uh, oh so nice. I actually know. Otherwise, I would have forgotten. But yeah, go ahead. It's Velucris, right? Yes, I can't believe you remember that. The name of the dragon in uh, Blades of Avalon? In, in, in my dad's. One in, in the names of the dragons and the story of my dad, right? So, yeah. yeah. Nice. Zach's dad is a published author. I have his book. Dude. And he, he, he's he been working on this book for a lot of time, and he recently became published. Because at this point with the internet, basically he has a deal, correct me if I'm wrong here, Zach, through Amazon, he has a deal where basically they only print a copy of the book if it is sold. Yeah, he's self-published through Amazon. Yeah. yeah. So someone buys the book, right they on. go, cool, they print the book, and then they send it to him. Right mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And so this is a this is a book that I remember reading a proof of in two thousand three or four probably. Oh, it's existed in some form or another since long before I was born. Yeah, <laughs> it's changed vastly since then. But yeah, it's existed in some form or another for a long. That's long amazing. Time. I need to finish the the book that he has published because he shared me on a Google Doc to the sequel to the book. What? Oh, did he? So I yeah, so I I need to read the sequel, but I need to finish the first one before I start giving notes on a sequel. Dude, dude, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's really yeah, cool. It's, it's, it's a, a yeah. Arthurian kind of you know thing. Yeah, no, it, it's been you, like his little hobby that he does. And he, are you, know. you aware if he has taken any sort of classes on? Like storyboarding and or, or anything like that on how to put that together. Or no, he's all like a brainchild. He's like, I'm gonna fucking write this shit down. Pretty much that, yeah. He's thought about That's taking awesome. classes, but he hasn't. That's awesome. I'm gonna put a link to his book in the show notes. Yes, please do. Yeah. And everyone buy it. Yeah, no, it's worth buy it. it. On Amazon. You can get yeah. you can get an e copy for just a couple bucks, since you don't have to carry around a book if you're not that kind of person Wait, but are there hard copies available is yes. it hard copy or paperback paperback excellent yeah excellent i have i have a copy within arm's reach i just i, I think i'm on the third chapter i don't read much anymore yeah. <laughs> i who has time to actually read because it takes up your visual and your you know your audio because if people are talking to me i fucking lose focus and can't mm-hmm. read <laughs> Nope. I I'm weird. Totally like I go through agree. spurts. Like I'll I'll read like a book a week for like a month, and then I won't read it all for like six months. Wow. Book a week for a month. I cannot imagine. And that's a challenge. Yeah. Well, it's not when I when I'm doing those book a book a week for uh, for a month. It's like not like exactly like hardcore like books I'm reading. It's not like I'm reading uh, textbooks and stuff. Well, yeah, but still, that's it's you know takes some dedication. Whereas, because instead you you know it'd just be TV <laughs> yep. every week, right? I, I have a hard enough time keeping up on that. I Jessica Jones season two came out, and oh, I know, I know, I'm almost, I, yeah. I'm almost through it, but I am not through it. And for some reason, I restarted the newsroom in the middle of watching Jessica Jones. Oh. <laughs> 
So now I have to decide every night whether I want to watch The Newsroom or Jessica Jones. And because I'm going to go to sleep, I pick The Newsroom because I've seen it <laughs> nine mm-hmm. times. You don't have to think about it. You have to focus. Yeah. But then when you do have focus, you it's really fun. The Handmaiden's Tale at all? I started I, it. I have. You have? Yeah, I couldn't mm-hmm. get into it. What about you, Jim? Do you like we it? made it. Well, so, yeah, I mean, what like is a, <laughs> is a strong word. <laughs> Uh, we we watched it. It was enthralling, you know. Uh, but we watched the, so the first season, we watched all the way up until the very last episode, and we just never went back what? to watch that last episode. Oh my god! Uh, so you know, and truthfully, like I haven't read any spoilers or anything. I don't know how it ends, and so it's kind of hanging out in the back of my mind. But it's like that show for me, like like I have to work up to watching it. Yeah, it's depressing and it's fucking heavy and it's, you know, a lot of it with the way that politics are going, you know, yeah, yeah. a little too it's real. Really, it really like, hits, uh, yeah. yeah, like this, this is, you know, <laughs> it just makes me even more sad. Like, I don't want to watch this shit. You know, it's like, like the Pixar movies that make you cry. Like, why yeah. do you fucking, who can watch those on repeat? Like, you watch it one time. Okay, you've had me. Aha, touche point, you motherfuckers. Touche, you got me. <laughs> Every time, and then and that's it. But once, that's all they get. Once out of me, I'll I'll see a see, Pixar movie in the theater one time, and then I will never see it again. <laughs> <laughs> see, I I get that, but at the same time, like even if it's an awful TV show, if I get to within one episode of the final, I just I have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like that would just I would think about it like all the time and be on the back of my back of my mind that I didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have this problem back when both Breaking Bad and Mad Men were on TV at the same time, um, <laughs> where it made me stop watching Mad Men for like a long time. Um, I would go to Comcast uh, on demand to watch the episodes that I had you know that were on recently because I never watched anything live. I just watched on demand. But um, Comcast listed everything alphabetically. So I would watch Breaking Bad, and it would be like you're talking about with The Handmaid's Tale. Like, you're thinking so much, and it's enthralling, and oh my god, everything's crazy, and blah, blah, blah. And then finish that, like, okay, no, I'll watch Mad Men. And then I turn on Mad Men, <laughs> and I'd be like, this is such a boring show. Why is this so boring? <laughs> and it took me a while to realize, oh, I'm like getting my blood pumping and then turning on an office drama. <laughs> right. <laughs> So uh, she was really into Mad Men. I could never get into it. It's another one. That's it's. I have a list of probably ten shows that every now and then I go. You know what? Uh, it's time to watch all of that again. But Mad Men's on that for me. Breaking Bad too. Mad Men is perpetually on my to watch list, and I've just never gotten around to it. <laughs> it's really lost. Good. Is that for me? Oh, I haven't, don't. I don't plan to. People have such strong opinions about Lost that I just. I just don't. I don't want to form an opinion. About yeah, it. that's fair. It seems like it's too much homework. <laughs> yeah, too much effort. <sighs> what are we drinking tonight, guys? I am having some of that bourbon I brought over to your place the uh, one time. Cool the uh, the barrel proof. Yes, I think that's what it is. Uh, I am drinking yes. gin and squirt again because I have found a thing that I really dig. Okay, nice. I've been meaning to pick up some squirt ever since you brought that up. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Like it's a terrible, terrible word. 
but yeah. it's a great beverage. <laughs> I remember as a kid, like liking it and finding it sort of weird and like, oh, all right, I could dig this. Yeah, yeah, non-caffeinated. So why would you bother, though, right? Well, Otherwise. yeah, that's pretty true. And full sugar? Or do they do diet squirt? They do diet. I, okay. In fact, I only ever do diet soda because of something that a dentist told me about seven or eight years ago. With the with the Coca Cola and the tooth. What? No. But if you put a tooth into a bottle of Coca-Cola, it will dissolve over time. Uh, Yeah, I did know that. I did know that. But anything in a bottle of Coca-Cola will dissolve. Yeah, you can use Coca-Cola as a cleaning (laughs) agent in your house, and it will do pretty well. Are you aware of how Mountain Dew got out of that that lawsuit? This this guy tried to sue them saying that there was a mouse inside of their – the soda that he opened. And they're like – Actually, they're like, actually, <laughs> if a mouse is in our soda for longer than two days, this is what it looks like. <laughs> it becomes oh, goo. So, <laughs> not. <laughs> so, you just put that shit in your own soda, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right? <laughs> actually, no, sir. <laughs> this is what happens. What a crazy bragging point, too. Well, at yeah, least right? you know that you'll never have any, any pieces of of anything visible in your mind and do, you know. Correct. So. Correct. Thank God. But if you <laughs> see some sort of weird slime or goo, it could have been a mouse or bug. You don't know. <laughs> it could have been some not... organic material at some point. Correct. Yeah. yeah. There's a very uh, interesting no. episode of Mad Men where they have to uh that Mountain Dew is this new product and they're like, how do we market this? And so they decide to try and market it as a mixer. Oh, interesting! And it doesn't—it doesn't work too well. <laughs> it's not. It's a terrible mixture. I had heard that it was originally intended to be ma- ma- mixed with uh, whiskey, right? Yeah, something like that. Like moonshine. Yeah. Well, because Mountain Dew in Ireland means whiskey. Oh, really? right on. There's huh. a there's a really uh, fun song by the uh, by the Dubliners. I think it's just Dubliners, not Pogues, also. But it's all about the railroad Mountain Dew. Uh, <laughs> let's see, uh, Mountain Dew. Dub. What are you doing, Mountain Dew? Dublin Nurse. It's a fun song because the chorus goes skiddly, I don't little dump skiddly, I don't little dump skiddly, I don't know, dump dump day. Oh man, I've heard that song. I like, always try and do that, but I, I can't. I never can do it right now with something I've tripped. Let grasses grow and waters flow in a free and easy way, but give me enough the fine old stuff that's made near Galway Bay. And policemen all from Donegal, Sligo, and Leitrim too, I will give them the slip and we'll take a sip of the rare old Mountain Dew. And then the next hmm. verse is, At the foot of the hill there's a neat little still where the smoke curls up to the sky. By the smoke and the smell you can plainly tell there's a poitin brewing nearby. For it fills the air with a perfume rare and betwixt both me and you. As home you troll, you can take a bowl or a bucket of the Mountain Dew. Yeah. But hmm. they're not talking about the soda, you guys. Nope. <laughs> the poitin from Ireland Green distilled from wheat and rye. Throw away your pills, it'll cure all ills of pagan, Christian, or Jew... Take off your coat and grease your throat with a rare old Mountain Dew. It'll cure all ills, so throw away your pills. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, you know what? They did do this with Can the I pogues. give it that? They, abs- they did do it with the pogues. Yeah. 
I love yeah. like songs that are like so ingrained in in specific cultures that like hundreds and hundreds of artists do covers of them. Oh yeah, there's a really cool video of a concert when they do the old triangle. Oh man, who where where who does that one? Uh, it was at the time that Glenn Hansard and Damian Dempsey recorded it together as this big thing, like some sort of fundraiser, and then they were doing it at a concert, and. There are a lot more verses to the old triangle than I ever knew because they do like 16 <laughs> different verses. And all these these very famous Irish singers come out to do a verse. <laughs> That's awesome. The uh, The High Kings have one of my favorite versions of that song. Oh, yeah. You should, you should really listen to Damien Dempsey and Glenn Hansard. It's so good. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. The old triangle. Well, now we're talking about Irish stuff. What did you guys do yesterday for uh, St. Patrick's? We made uh, two corned beefs with some cabbage, and uh, we had people over. We had two couples over. And uh, we, yeah, we played a card game called Bang, which is pretty fun. (laughs) They got pretty tossed. We did Irish (laughs) car bombs because, you know, you have to. Yep. Yeah. I did nothing exciting. (laughs) Because okay. <laughs> I worked till five and didn't feel like going out afterwards. Okay, I am lazy. <laughs> well, now it's not lazy when you when you've also worked. Yeah, if you it's you tired. Home and did nothing. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> Difference between lazy and tired. <laughs> we uh, we had my mom watch watch the baby all night, and uh, we went with uh, my my best man from the wedding and his wife, and we went to Whiskey Barrel where they. There's a really, really good um, Dropkick Murphys tribute band called. What are they called? It doesn't matter. They're called something. We've got a shirt it somewhere. Matter. Let's give them a link. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. I'll throw it. I'll throw it in here. Uh, Dropkick cover band. Anyway, so they're really good. They're kind of pretty famous locally as like a really good tribute band. But they only play now once a year at Whiskey Barrel on St. Patrick's Day. Huh. So the only time to really? ever see them is at Whiskey Barrel on St. Patrick's Day. And they actually took oh, two wow. years off. No, one year off. Last year they had Rudy Can't Fail, which is a good uh, uh, Clash cover band. But it was a little off theme for St. Patrick's Day to be listening to the Clash. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so we went there and I got real drunk. We walked there. And then took an Uber home, and everyone thought I was uh, pretending to be drunker than I was because I wanted to go home. And then I just came home and went to bed. And but my wife's like, "Oh, I guess he wasn't pretending; he was just really drunk." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You're like, "I'm a grown ass man. Like, yeah. why would I pretend to be drunk? Like, <laughs> I'm just I'm drunk and I'm tired. And I want to go to sleep. Oh, and I almost got in a fight. Yeah, really? That's fun. It's pretty out of character. You know? Pretty out. No, no." Pretty out of character for me. We were sitting at a table right next to the stage, and then at some point, these two guys came over and they were standing right in front of us, so we couldn't see the stage, which was annoying, but whatever. But then one of the guys finished his beer and just kind of turned around and put it on our table. You're like, "Hey, man, exactly. Like, this is my fucking table." Well, exactly. I was like, when the song was over, there was a little break, and I was like, "Excuse me, that was incredibly rude." You know, you. You're blocking our view, which I was going to forgive, but then you just throw your garbage on our table. You just throw your shit on our table. And he's like, it's a bar. You just put stuff down. Like, that's not how a bar works. You go put it on the bar. 
Yeah. There's four people sitting at this table. You don't just, just throw your shit down. Yeah. And then he, he was, he said, uh, oh, he goes, I've known these guys since I was nine. Okay. So I was like, congratulations. It was really rude. And his friend kept saying, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I apologize. And I kept, cause I was pretty drunk too. I was like, I don't care if you apologize. You didn't do anything to me. This guy was rude <laughs> right. to me and I'm asking for him to apologize. And then the rude guy said, uh, oh, is this your first time here? So that's when I was like, no, 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 no. This is my bar. I pay for a week of their rent every month just by coming here and spending my money. <laughs> you don't get to pull the, oh, it's your first time here bullshit. Like, no. That's, and that's around yeah. the time that his friend moved him away. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I fucking love dudes like that. I don't. <laughs> no, no one does. No one should. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, but that would have been very, uh, very on on theme for St. Patrick's Day to the, like, oh, yeah. the, the year bar that fight. you get drunk enough to get enough bar fight. <laughs> one year for St. Pat's, we were at Finnegan's, which is a was a hop in place. It was before like they moved and then became the Whiskey Barrel. You know, mm-hmm. like that, like it was like the original location of Finnegan's. Yeah. Right. So that shitty, shitty, dirty place. Yeah. But it was way fucking packed. Yeah. Right? All the time. Well, right. So it had been throughout the night, but a bunch of like, you know, it had waned down and we were still there. We were about to close out the bar and fucking like in a movie, this happened. Like the door was kicked open, essentially. And there stood practically this homunculus Mexican fellow really really short mexican dude fully clad in a kilt with a a bagpipe and a tam like on his head and just starts playing fucking danny boy on the fucking bagpipes and walking like slow and like like the entire bar stops like nobody fucking says anything and he plays the entirety of the song and then uproarious fucking applause and sure. everyone's buying this guy drinks now for the last fucking half hour of the bar being there it was the most amazing like and then here's this short fucking mexican <laughs> like what that's amazing i keep wanting to play the bagpipes because I can play the clarinet and then saxophone and recorder and I think because of that I could probably play the bagpipes combined yeah so probably. let's see I'm gonna go to Amazon because I'm a white man and that's where I shop <laughs> bagpipes let's see what we got that's not too bad 146 bucks hey really 45 for a baby mini bagpipe beginner rosewood you know what that's that's a place to start you don't want to get the full beginner yeah yeah but a little over 100 bucks looks like you got yourself a bagpipe Hmm. that's pretty good from what i understand you press down on the sack to make the noises right yeah well you blow into the sack to fill it and then you you squeeze it out of a different valve that you're holding with your fingers and you change the, the key. Uh, okay. And there are reeds. Ooh. Yeah. Multiples, right? Three or four? Something like that. Seven. Seven. I don't Something know. Something has seven reeds. Seven reeds. My goodness. But yeah, this looks awesome. I think I might end up you with the... Should get one. Yeah. It's incredibly loud. Uh-huh. 
the and baby annoying. ones. The baby ones might not be yeah, and annoying. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's why I can't play that accordion. That I, you know, because I fucking I live in a duplex. Yeah, and it's like I'm not home during the day, so that's me playing the accordion at night. <laughs> yeah, you know, when I when I pull it out to mess around, it's like it's usually like noon. Right, I feel like exactly. noon's a real safe time. To just anyone at that point in time who's upset by you doing that should not be <laughs> correct. It's late enough that even if you were graveyard, like you you've gotten enough sleep, you can you know deal right now. And uh, otherwise, yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the didgeridoo. I keep it. First of all, I, I keep it in the nursery so that I don't go. I should play this, but yeah. she's asleep. If I can get to it, that means the baby's awake, and that's fine. Or not there. <laughs> so, Zach played your didgeridoo, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hey, right on. Yeah, yeah I'm not very good at it, but. <laughs> I also don't have it with me to practice with. So, right. It's well, hard to get used to using such big lips. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting slowly better and better. No, so the thing I'm I've been meaning to ask you is, when you start, do you have to go to start it every time? No, not necessarily. So I cannot just go straight into playing it. I have to go. And then it, and then go. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you, what is your tongue doing? My tongue is doing more and more the more I practice. Okay, so start instead of going. Start by going. And yeah, and see where that gets you. Okay. Because yeah. I expel a if lot can... of the air by doing that initial start. Yeah. Exactly. So if you can if you can get it to where you ease into it with the because the tongue the sh is actually how you change the warble. You can squeeze it. Yeah. Right. Instead of going wah, you go wawee, and that's by going sh. You know. So if you start on the e wah, you can drop into it a little bit. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> my impression of a didgeridoo. That's also my impression of cunnilingus. At first. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Zoidberg somehow going down. (laughs) Oh, Lord. He'd be real good at it. (laughs) He'd be the best. For both, really. (laughs) You're right. Except, isn't there a beak in there? That's bad news. Uh, No, that's his nose. That's his nose. Okay. He's got the little tent. I'm going to... Once I'm done writing Zoidberg Cunnilingus. <laughs> don't search. Don't, do not Google search that. Oh, no, no, no. I'm adding no. it to show notes. No. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Zoidberg images. Oh, there's not even a Zoidberg nose. Zoidbergalingus. It's, just, it's just, uh, just tentacles and a tongue. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, cool. I haven't watched Futurama in a long time. Same. I think they yeah. took uh, like half of the seasons off Netflix. It was like only the last three seasons. They... So I had to take it out of my rotation of rewatching. If I remember correctly, they moved everything to Hulu. Oh, did they finally move it, all of it to Hulu? Uh, let's see. Futurama Hulu. Uh, Futurama ex- streams exclusively on Hulu as of October. Oh, okay. 
Goodbye Netflix. Yeah. yeah. So it's been at least since October. Yep. <laughs> since anyone's watched it. Yeah, Hulu has the rights to MASH because they bought all of 20th, 20th Century Fox. Oh. They have not yet put up MASH. They were supposed to do it by summer of last year. Let's see if they did it. What do you think stopping them? Huh? Yeah, do they have a release date? Uh, they the the official release date was summer. Uh, <laughs> let's see. People say I'm gonna try and find the most recent comment. So I gotta do some scrolling. All right, uh, bottom January third. No, not there yet. Yeah, someone says got Hulu today to watch Mash. No Mash. Canceling Hulu. <laughs> my goodness why is my nose so stuffed because <sighs> I have all MASH on DVD but I don't have my DVD player hooked up because that's the only thing I would want to watch so I I haven't watched it in a while do you guys big MASH big MASH guys no no I've never <laughs> I, I think the only time I've watched it has been uh, like once or twice when I watched it with you <laughs> okay I, I love it. Yeah. I, as an adult, I'm sure I'd be into it, but the only like chance that I ever had to watch it was a kid. And uh, it was not the right time slot. Like, I got some Nick at Night, you know, but never, you know, I don't even know what channel it was on. It was on, it, they play, they, to, to, today they now play it on TV Land, but uh, when I was in high school, which is when I got real into it, it was on. They played two episodes every day on the Hallmark Channel. Huh. Between six and seven, they played two episodes, and it was kind of interesting how they did it because the two episodes were not. It was not like episode ten and then episode eleven. Each one. You're right. Completely random and non-episodic. Right, but no, not not completely random because the first one would be as part of every day. The six o'clock episode would be following the storyline. Episode 10, then 11, then 12, every day at 6. And then at 6.30, it would be a separate storyline. And then they would just were, go... Was and, it... Huh? They, were they both following the same... Like, so, like, the first one follows the same one, and then the second one follows the same one every yeah. day? So it's it was almost as if they were on two different channels. They were each playing MASH all the way through. So you I, could see, tune in every day I at 6.30. I hated when they did that. They used to do that with other shit back then. That's terrible. It's it's not because it's not meant for the person who's like, ooh, I'm going to sit down and watch both of these. It's meant for the person who's like, right. I like MASH. I can only catch one. I can only catch the 6 o'clock or I can only catch the 6.30. Yeah. And then I got mm. MASH on DVD and it's a lot of DVDs because there's a lot of episodes <laughs> of that show. Do you have a means of like copying from the DVD to, like, a hard drive, just downloading them? I don't think we even have a disk drive in the house. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because we both have MacBook Airs, and there is no disk drive. I have an external one at work, so I guess I could do that, but I that would require then you're, yeah. remembering. Well, I'm bringing all those MASH DVDs to work. Yeah. <laughs> Get off of me, please, dog. You're very dirty. <laughs> I see you. Yeah, we, we, we thought we were going to go work at Chopas today for, uh, you know, just a couple hours and then come home for a second. And then we were going to go hang out with some friends later. But then we worked from 11 to like 830. 
Ding! What were you guys doing? Building, man. <sighs> Got a lot, a lot, of, a lot, a lot of stuff done. Check out uh, at Silent Gordon on Instagram to see the progress. Okay. All right. Yeah. I will. We'll Demolished the stage, and now we have all our acting areas. Wow. Yeah. Coming together. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I built up, so now on top of the booth is an acting area. Excellent. And then there's a whole like little seat <clears throat> thing, so you can kind of swing down and sit there. and Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that, actually. It's going to be it's gonna be very cool. It is. And all, all in one day, it was very nice, because in one day I went from what have I gotten myself into to, oh, okay, yeah, we can do this. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love those days. Yeah. Love those days. Currently, I'm in the former as far as, like, the props load for Dead Man. I, I think I'm not worried enough about dead man because when, when does that open april 27th 23rd oh oh good so midsummer opens and then it first. runs yeah it runs so it runs that last weekend in april and then the first two weekends in may oh good wait hey, when's the next time you're going to be at showbiz jenny wants to bring over some costumes oh some point this week that's all i know for okay. sure i can let you know okay for sure for sure cell phone yeah april 25th to may 12th okay okay yeah, 25th, 23rd preview. So, yeah, so we've got a little bit of time. <laughs> Good. I have not yeah, actually about, picked up a paintbrush time. or a drill. So, I mean, things are getting done, but I am not doing them. I'm just yeah. telling them what no, to no, do. The, yeah, the, the floor looks good. It's, uh, your your checker design has come to fruition. Yeah, no, I saw that. That was, yeah, they, that was the kind of thing where no one believed me. I kept explaining it to them, and they're like, ugh, that doesn't sound good. Like no, yeah, but no, it's gonna be cool. It's, just, yeah. just do it. Do what I told you to do, and it will look great. And then they did, and it look like, fine. Yeah, they did it. Yeah. And they're like, and oh it will wow, help with distance projections. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that looks great. Oh, okay. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I didn't just right. shit out something. I, I, I am a designer. I designed it, and then I told you right. about it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would have been. I would have just shitted out something and hoped that it worked. <laughs> That's what I'm doing with Midsummer. I can't do it for two shows yeah. at once. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he was asking for plans. I was like, what are you talking about plans? Uh, okay. So I, I just made something up. Here's yeah, your plans. plans. For this. <laughs> <sighs> if you want to get good at drawing, just start doing set designs. Because I was never very yeah. good at 3D drawing, but it's just like, you know, you get your thousand hours in and you're an expert at anything. Now I'm I'm pretty good at 3D drawing. So I've spent enough time doing it. I've made some very poor <laughs> drawings over the years, but... Oh, of course. <laughs> the trick is pencil. Yeah. And graph so paper. Erase. Right, and graph paper. So you have an exact, yeah, distance. My friend Zach took a drafting class, so I should always just send things to him. And have him Perfect. draw him up. <laughs> you still, you still have any of your tools or any of your skills oh, from that class? Lord. Nope. That was almost, that was ten years ago now. Yeah, I don't remember jack shit. Boy, I am lucky if I can draw a stick figure. I actually still have all. I actually still have a lot of the stuff I did in it. And then um, after the, I did drafting junior year, and then I did architecture of the 
the year after, and I think I still have the the printed out like the ten page plan for the house that we had to design. Wow! Because like the whole the whole second semester was just designing a house. Like you pretty much had free reign. Like you just you know came into the came into the class. It was my I think it was my last class of the day, and you just came in and you kind of. Half the time he wasn't even really there. You just kind of worked on it, you know. He kind of trusted you to get it done because if you didn't get it done, you failed. <laughs> so when you were doing your design of the house, was that something that you were doing in uh, AutoCAD? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We started out the first half of the semester uh, just doing stuff on you know big big ass drafting desks and stuff like that, kind of right. a continuation of the drafting class. Um, and then we did, so we did that for like uh, the first month or so. And then we worked on, you know, a bunch of like AutoCAD um, training modules and stuff like that. And then once we all kind of learned how to use AutoCAD, and that's when the, the second half of the year was basically just us having free reign on that. Okay. That's what my father-in-law does for a living, basically, is use AutoCAD. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he works for this construction sort of like specialty company where... His job is he gets the drawings from the designers, goes into AutoCAD and like figures out how they need to be built because then they send the AutoCAD file to these computerized routers that just take big hunks of wood and automatically take the AutoCAD program drawing thing and turn it into reality. Oh, that's cool. And, oh, wow. <laughs> and then they ship it to the construction site and, and assemble it. That's really cool. Yeah, so he works from home a lot because he doesn't really need to be in the office to be working on AutoCAD. So he'd be, he's home a lot, just on his computer, drafting away. I wish I had a job like that. Right. <laughs> right now it's hell because he's got a lot of big projects that have been thrown at him, but um, it's really cool stuff. and. I, I try so hard at AutoCAD. It's just, I need to like take a class or something, do LinkedIn learning or something to figure out what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it took a, it took a month or two of, you know, basically being on it every day for, for me to get good at it. Yeah. I have it on my work computer because I asked for it. That's, <laughs> really? that's kind of the amazing thing about the district that I work in for some reason. All I have to do is, like, I send an email to IT, and I'm like, hey, uh, could you think I could get AutoCAD on my computer? And they're like, oh, yeah, uh, it will be on there tomorrow. And then I come the next day, and, oh, look, there's AutoCAD. And then I try and use it, and I don't know how. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. Hey, can I get someone to teach me how to use AutoCAD tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Will they do that? That's amazing. Can you just get like, I'm sure the IT guys are not there for that. So I'm sure like that would piss them off. But like you, do that, you only need one real crash course and then you can figure it out. I'm sure. I'm pretty good friends with one of them. I, I might be able to, to work that out. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. So I've, I've meshed well with the, with the IT guys at my work and I've rubbed the maintenance guys the wrong way. So I just know not, <laughs> I can ask more of the IT department than I can of the maintenance department. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And so whenever something comes up where there's like a group of us working on something and they're like, Oh, we should get maintenance involved. I go, cool. Why don't no. you ask them? Well, yeah. Why don't you please? <laughs> Did you just give them too much work or like what happened? 
there was a major misunderstanding about borrowing a truck. Ah. I called and I said, I want to borrow a truck. And they said, and the guy said, well, do you have any experience driving a truck like this? It was a big, you know, uh, 16-foot box truck. And I was like, yeah, at my old job. We rented them about once every other month, and I drove them all the time. And so he goes, okay, uh, fine. The truck will be waiting for you, and I, we set a time for the next day. So, so first of all, I'm going to say, this was all his fault, but he's pissed at me about it. <laughs> the next day... Two hours before I was supposed to go pick up the truck, I get a call from someone from maintenance and they say, hey, I'm because I was going to go pick up things from Home Depot. And they said, hey, I'm here at Home Depot. And they said that they don't have anything. You haven't bought anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, that's because I was going to come pick up the truck and go to Home Depot myself. And they're like, oh, well. Well, what do I do? And I was like, I don't know. Go back to the maintenance office. I, there's right there's there's nothing to bring me the truck yeah (laughs) and uh so i go to the maintenance office and now he's all mad and he wouldn't even come out of his office to talk to me he was sending messages via his secretary the main maintenance guy that's petty dude yeah it is and uh they're like well you're not a licensed driver within the district and i'm like oh i am i talked to him on the phone about all of this yesterday and they're like well he says that you said something else like okay i didn't like, right. Where is he? Can I talk to him? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they're just like, he just says just to go take the truck and just whatever, bring it back soon. Like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, so that's 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 how I got on the bad side of the maintenance department. By doing your job. That's <laughs> yep. fun. How dare you? I know. I'm so I'm so pushy and needy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you finally realized it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but, you know. <laughs> Do you guys have a department at work with people that, that do not like you? Um, not an entire department, thankfully, I hope. <laughs> uh, but I did find out that I pissed off this one lady in a wheelchair. And I have oh. no idea how word spread, but like people in my unit were like, oh, man, like they're, they're hella talking shit. They're hella saying that you're a rude ass. And I was like, what? Like, what happened? Like, explain yourself. And like, so when I found out who it was, so like, okay. When you go to call your clients, there's a door. If you've been into the welfare office, I'm not sure. But you walk into the door, and then you like immediately have several options. There's a room right to the left, and then there's an alleyway like right across from the room, or an aisle, rather. Uh, and then there's a little booth that sits by itself, like, si- like alone. And then there's another alleyway, or an aisle, uh, on, on the other side of it, right? So there was a lady sitting in a wheelchair in front of the booth by itself, not close to the door. And so there, there was another person standing in front of the door and I walked like I noticed that the person was standing in front of the door and I walked in behind that person because they were going to the door and I was going to the door. But apparently I cut off the woman in the wheelchair who was just not at all making it known that she was waiting for the door. Uh, and so then she looked up. She went to the computer terminal that I was on and looked up my name in the system oh. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> and was talking shit about me personally you know and and trying to you know saying that she was going to email my supervisor and this and that and i'm like what and you know but like no no and like she didn't she never emailed my supervisor but like someone heard it and one of my unit mates were like yeah dude like this is going on and i was like man like i like <laughs> completely like dumbfounded that this had happened and traveled so fast that that i was an <laughs> asshole you know <laughs> So, but, 
I mean, I am, but like, it, it should not take so fast for it to become known, right? Like, yeah. Come on. So, but since I saw that lady, and you know, we were fine, and it wasn't like she, like, not that this makes any sort of difference, but it was a temporary thing. Her being in the wheelchair, she had a broken foot oh, or something. She, okay. she, she wasn't like permanently in the wheelchair, right? So, not that that makes any sort of difference. Like, you know, <laughs> like you're not a real <laughs> handicapped person. No, like she was having a hard, but, but like you know. Am I reading correctly that because she was out there and in the wheelchair with a broken foot, you assumed she was a welfare recipient? No, I just assumed she was waiting for the booth and not waiting for the door. Mm. I fully was aware that she was a worker. I just assumed that because she was not on this side of the door, she was on the other side of the aisle. That it didn't look like she was going to, you know, because you can, there's constantly reason that you can be doing other things. You can be waiting for your client. You can be in the middle of going for, you know, you know, into a boot. Like, I don't know what, I had no idea what she was doing, but it was not apparent that she was waiting for the door. Because normally you wait up right behind, like you form a queue, you know, you form a line directly behind the door so that people know that that's your intention. Because there's hundreds of other workers there that are potentially doing the same thing. Sure. You know, the same reason that when a person, when an elevator door opens, you let people out first. Oh, right? yeah. It's just like office etiquette, right? But some yeah. folks just barrel through and, like, cause problems. That's something I've seen as the difference between subways in America and Europe. Yeah. Is that in Europe, we I, the, the couple of times I've been there and ridden the subways, we were taught immediately, no, you stay to the side. You allow everyone to get off and then you go on. Otherwise, everyone's just fighting each other and it's not very efficient. Right. But the few subways I've used in America, it's just like, no, the door opens and you get on. Why are you not getting exactly. on? Or or you do, or you get off. You do whatever you do first. Yeah, you just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Man. Zach, have you ever pissed off your colleagues? As far as colleagues, as far as I know, no, but I also do not have very much interaction with departments outside my own. Sure. Because it's very different. You don't have a lot of dealings with the deli counter unless you're getting a sandwich. So it's very possible that I could have and it just never got back to me. Sure. I don't see why I would have because I just don't interact with them. I mean, I've, I've, I've pissed off patients before, but not... Not colleagues, as far as I'm aware. Well, that's going to happen. I've pissed off yeah. students. I piss off students all the time. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I said don't touch that. And now I'm going to tell you never to go near it. Right. Oh, and come now, on. And now you're on my list, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of different when you are because it's you're you're sort of in the position of power above the patient because you are yeah. you are saying I have everything and I will give you exactly what you need and tell you what to do with it. Yeah. Boy, oh boy! All right, my, <laughs> my stack is empty. What, what else? What else is going on with you guys? The cat, yeah. The cat. The cat. <laughs> what? So I, my office is now the cat's old room, and the cat is currently living in Jenny's old sewing room. Uh, <laughs> so every time I open the door, he's like, Phew, "Mine!" But I'm like, "You can't be in here because there's other shit. There's books and stuff that you know." And the rug, like, you just can't be in here. But so he snuck in just now, and I had to pick him up, throw him out. Oh. Which is a heavy, <laughs> heavy, heavy cat. He weighs uh, 15 pounds. That's pretty big. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. My big fat cat is starting to lose some weight, but uh, I think she topped out over 20 pounds. 
at a certain wow. point. She's just a big old, big old lady. Yeah. Is that like a concentrated effort to try and try and get her to lose weight? Or no, I gave up on that years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> she just happens to have lost some weight. I picked her up oh, the other day, and I was like, "Whoa, hey, you're a few pounds lighter." Okay, nice job. <laughs> and right now she is over sleeping in the dog bed. Oh, where's where's the dog? Oh, the dog is just sleeping on the cold ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't 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 push the cat off the bed. Oh no, no, not that cat. Even though she only takes <laughs> up ten percent of the bed, she she has the whole bed. Yeah, <laughs> it's her bed now. Yep. And get away from me, you dick. <laughs> so Jenny gave up on her sewing room. No, it it is now. This room is big enough to be our office slash sewing room. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, okay. So, um. But she's not actively having any sewing projects right now, so like all that stuff is in tubs, and like her sewing machine is you know put away, and it's more, you know, just a different kind of workspace. Currently, I'm using it to make the uh, the kidney lamp. Huh. For yeah, for Dead Man, I've got it. Right. Well, I was tra- I was trying to use uh, the paper mache pulp, but it's my first time using it, and it's a little too runny and thick. For what I wanted to do, so I'm actually going to switch to a, a tissue paper. Oh, okay. I'm going to mm. use a red tissue paper, yeah. So I'm glad I've that's got, on I've your... I've got uh... two balloons taped together. Yep. Well, three, technically. That's uh, how I would do the, it. The bump, yep. And then I'm just going to paper mache that shit, and I'm going to cut the bottom open and put a light in it. And I'm going to put it on like a little stand, like uh, similar to what the willies come on, but just with a dowel instead of... The backing. Like oh, okay. But bigger. But yeah, so. It's good. Cool. It's such a weird show. If, it is. If you are not familiar with this show, audience, uh, listen. Don't do any research at all and come and see this show and have one or two drinks beforehand and during the show. And it's going to be amazing. Dead Men's Cell Phone, Stockton Civic, opens April 25th. Yep. Fantastic. It is pretty It is pretty cool. So, Zach, it's, it's sort of about how technology, I don't know. exactly it's sort of it's sort of about how technology is eating away at our lives but it's also a little outdated to have that point to it because it was written in 2006 i think and so right when cell phones were first coming around yeah so 2006 is a very different technological world than 2018 (laughs) but um yeah there's a lot to that there's a guy it all starts because a guy dies and the woman sitting at the cafe table next to him uh, is seeing that a cell phone is ringing and she answers it and then I was going to say hilarity ensues but there's not a lot of funniness hijinks, hijinks. yeah hijinks ensues. Oh. there's a fair amount of funniness <laughs> yeah but it's, but <laughs> it's not uh, it's weird it's very cerebral yeah very cerebral mm. I'm uh, it is so the, for my job with the set design First of all, I'm doing what every good set designer does, and I read the script months and months ago, and I will not be reading it again, and I will not be watching any rehearsals. I will just continue <laughs> on my way. Um, but so because it's really cerebral and, and everything's a little weird, I'm doing everything a little weird. So what James is talking about with the floor is we did a checkerboard floor, and all of the lines coming towards the audience are perfectly straight. And all of the hmm. lines going the other way are wavy, but not wavy 
it's I, I had a really hard time explaining it to to the painters. I, I was saying it's not wavy; it's inexact. We set okay. We set points A and B. You wanted to get from this from this point to this point. Measured that, but then to get between the two, I did not want any rhyme or reason to sort of meander. <clears throat> and so when you're looking Excellent. at it from the audience, it is it. If you're not looking too closely, it just looks like a checkerboard floor. But if you pick, it, it just seems a little bit off. It's just slightly off. When you're on stage, it's a fucking nightmare. I really hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I really hope they use the rehearsal numbers because it's really easy to get lost looking at the floor and not know which direction you're walking. Yeah. And then I'm adjusting the proscenium, which is sort of the framing around the stage, and everything's uh, a little tilted. So it's that's not, cool. It's not it's just anything, slightly askew. Yeah. So when the curtains are closed, it'll be pretty clear. But when the curtains are open, it won't be obvious at first that anything is wrong with the proscenium either until you start looking closer. So I'm just trying to keep everyone a little off uh, off kilter. Hmm. And I'm not doing any of it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so just far, yep. Yeah, just designing. I'm just showing up and pointing at things. That's fun. And when they have questions, I answer them. And when they say, can you come down? I come on down. But I, there's not, there's literally the floor and the proscenium are the hardest things. And they don't take much time. Right. And once they're done, they're, they're just done. They're not always the hardest things with theater, but they right. are currently with, the, with this the show. Yeah. And now I'm just making projection images, learning Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Perfect. Photoshop very well. But luckily, I have a work computer where I said, hey, can I get Photoshop? And they said, yeah. Do you want the whole Adobe yes, suite? Yeah. And I said, yeah. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, also PowerPoint. <laughs> yep, I have that. I've got PowerPoint. <laughs> Go I've got Keynote. I mean, what do you, what do you want here? I've got something. Excel, called, give it to me. Something called Fritzing. Safari, Firefox, and Chrome. I don't know why that is. Because they have to give you freaking Safari now, I think, comes with it. And then Firefox... I don't know why they give you Firefox still. I don't know. Mozilla. Like, but they still, I feel like they have to because it's there. It's always there. It's but probably. They tell you, don't use it. Never just, use Firefox. Yeah. As a work thing, I think it's just something that they put everything on there so no one complains. No one's like, where's my uh, yeah. favorite thing? <laughs> yeah. There's ancient people who are yeah. like, I can only. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What else do I have here? I got Final Cut Pro. Oh, there's not as much on this one. My work computer is, is amazing how many. <laughs> How many like expensive, expensive programs are just there? Just, here you go. Comic Life. I don't know what that is. I don't either. I'm going to click it. Okay. Uh, no, I don't want to register this copy. And, oh, it's it's a way to make comics. Hmm. So I can pick like how I want the panels to go, and there are little speech bubbles. That's dumb. I don't want that. <laughs> oh well so that's comic life if anyone ever wants uh <laughs> to get into that great download an app called comic life it may or may not be expensive comic life hmm. comiclife.com get comic life how much is it how much did my school pay for this weird app yeah <laughs> 
buy it now. It's in the app store. What is going on? Why is this so hard? <laughs> is it not an app? Is it a program? It's both. It's thirty dollars. Wow, that's crazy. That is pretty uh, pretty steep for something that's oh oh. It's for like making comic books. Not I was thinking the Sunday funnies. Ah, oh okay. That's a, <laughs> I see. There's a little a more little to that. Yeah. Interesting comic life. Okay. All you up and coming hmm. cartoonists, <laughs> yeah, get comic life. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it looks Have pretty your cool. Buy it for you. <laughs> Man, I cannot get my nose unstuck. <sighs> is it? Is it runny or is it stuffy? It's stuffed all of a sudden. What side? Uh, right at this time. Okay. Poke huh? directly into the side of your nose, right in your, your maxillary cavity there. Okay. Uh, not hard, but enough to where it's uncomfortable. Poke straight into the back of your, like toward the back of your throat through your nose for just about 15 seconds and then slowly drag it down the, the cheek underneath your, your cheekbone, but like where your mustache would go. Okay. I have a mustache, so it's where where it is. All right. <laughs> well, right, but where the but right in the top of it, not where your actual mustache is, but just where, you know, so don't like go up into your beard, follow like follow it down. So it's... I got nothing. I may may have done it wrong. Should I pop my nose? Uh, yeah. What? No, I mean maybe do it. See if that helps. Good. Can you guys pop your nose? I'm gonna try and do it on mic. Let's see if it'll 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 come through. Do it. Ah, nope. Let's try this side. What are no. you trying to do? Pop your nose? What? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it I worked. I don't think it was I'm very lost right now. I press very okay. hard into my nose and then it pops. Right. <laughs> Which I, is totally unhealthy and causing probably a deviated septum, but it feels real good. It feels really nice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try now. Hold on. I'm tempted. I haven't done it today, so we'll see. All right. You listening? You ready? Yeah. I don't think I can do it. Can't do it on command. Oh. Weird. Hmm. Zach, what have what you found? I'm, I'm, watching, I'm watching a YouTube video now. <laughs> it's like this 10-year-old kid. Oh, is he doing the trick one with your thumbnail? Oh, I love that one. I don't know. No, summer he's, camp. Pre- he's like pressing from either side of the, his nose and like rubbing it up and down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh my god! M- the most effective way for me is to actually go up inside the nostril and push on my septum. Either way, hmm. I've never tried that. I've only done it from the outside. Yeah, <sighs> it's uh, it's different. But I sent the Oh yeah, so sent it. As a board later, you can look at it. How to pop your? I'll put it in links. How? Oops. How to pop your nose video? I pop everything though. I pop my knees, toes, fingers, neck, back, nose. Yeah, <laughs> I never knew that was a thing until just now. Wrists. Oh, it is. Hips. Yep. Wrists. Elbows. 
elbows are the, the most satisfying because they don't always happen and I can't like manufacture them. But when they do, yeah. like my elbows lock up and I can't straighten them all the way. And then it's like, crack. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My back. I really wish I could pop my back right now, but it's not going. That's just a long day of work. I can sometimes pop my back by pushing on my sternum. Oh, I pop my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Do like a back bend or, or stretch out and really expand your, your rib cage and get some nice little pops right there in the front of your chest. I use a, I can throw my fist up like behind my back and like put it on a wall sometimes and like get a couple good ones that way. Mm. Remember the chairs in high school that yes. were attached to the desk? And you push back you just, against the desk? Yeah. And you just go or, like three or in a row? In the, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. I miss those. I miss those so much. Because <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I do that for my wife. I it, we would go sort of like she's hugging me where she puts her arms around my neck and I put my arms in her back and then I take my two fists and I sort of roll them a few different places and crunk Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Every now and again when I'm giving her a back massage, it pops, but I don't normally like try and pop it. Oh, so we do this all the time. It's usually how we greet.